listener production. The Aussie market barely budged ahead of another interest rate decision tomorrow. And a number of miners have been in focus today. Find out what happened. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday, the 2nd of October. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Or King's birthday if you're in uh, Queensland. So, yeah, it's a holiday-shortened week. Somewhat, because the ASX is still open I today. mean, yes, but there there are holidays around the place. And the reason why I say that is because it's had an impact on how much money is actually being traded today. But just to give you an idea, $2.8 billion worth of shares traded at the moment today. And on average, over the past month, we get about $6.4 billion per day. So there's not a huge amount of interest in markets, mm-hmm. partly because most people are doing things that are more enjoyable, perhaps (laughs) like lying on a beach or or drinking a a pina colada. I mean, it's pretty simple to trade these days. You can just do it while you're laying on the beach. You've got to be committed. Exactly right. (laughs) But ahead of market close, the ASX 200 is down by around a third of 1% at the moment. We'll see how we finish up. And uh, there's a lot to watch this week as well. There was a lot happening over the weekend, so we did have quite a few things happening over in the US around that government shutdown, and also we got that very closely watched PCE deflator, or in human language, as Tom would say, is basically that inflation gauge that the the Federal Reserve looks most closely at. So... What happened there? Yeah, so a couple of takeaways. This was on Friday night, so there was an update on inflation, the most closely watched, as you you point out. But we also had an update on inflation in the Eurozone, those countries that basically use the uh, the euro and are part of the European Union as well. So inflation basically a little weaker or lifting at a slower pace than expected. That's a, a good thing, and it basically paves the way potentially to see their central banks over in Europe and the US keeping rates on hold at the end of October and in the early part of November. We had slightly better economic data out of China, our largest trading partner over the weekend. And you mentioned the government shutdown in Congress in the United States. Congress, their parliament over there, basically managed to uh, kick the can further down the road. They've got 45 extra days now for lawmakers in America to try to basically decide on long-term funding. And that's a good thing because if they didn't do that, then it'd have hundreds of thousands of government workers in the US without pay. There would be delays in economic data being handed down, but also that would be bad news for markets. Very bad news for so markets. that was all good stuff. Markets are still lower today, though, regardless. Exactly. We, well, we did have those those US markets closing quite mixed, but mm. mostly mostly lower, and that led us into a decline of half a percent at the start. We sort of got a little bit better and then mm. got a little bit worse, so it's been a little bit choppy. Yep. But as Stevie mentioned, we're still down a third of 1% ahead of the close, and we've still got about just under 10 minutes to go. But in terms of sector performance, we are seeing the miners lift the most, and there's two other sectors lifting as well, which is utilities and real estate stocks. But those healthcare stocks were the biggest drag today, down currently 1.3%, and that was mostly due to biotech giant CSL. So a mixed bag overall. Certainly some of those iron ore producers doing okay because iron ore prices, you know, are hanging around there at um, at reasonable levels. Um, how about stock-wise? Is there any that caught your eye today? Well, there were quite a few in the mining space, actually. The first that caught my eye was Syra Resources. And this is a company that produces an ingredient, graphite, and that goes into making lithium batteries. And their share price has been rising today after addressing an article that was written in the Australian Financial Review over the weekend. In particular, a section that said the company continues to mine and stockpile rather than sell its output. But they confirmed that their production campaign for its 
mine in East Africa had actually been completed, including shipments of its output. And notably, they said global demand for electric vehicles has been strong. So its shares have been edging higher today, actually quite a bit higher at the moment, ahead of the close, 7.8%. Yeah, Lithium Explorer Liontown up uh, around 1% at the moment. And this is after Australia's richest person, Gina Reinhardt, who uh, is behind Hancock uh, Prospecting, has increased her stake further in the company. So she spent about $102 million last week to snap up an increased stake. So she has about 12% of the company now. Complicates things a little bit, perhaps, for US lithium giant Albemarle, which has a $6.6 billion takeover on the table for the group. So for this to move forward, then they're going through due diligence at the moment. But if it does get past that, they need 75% of Liontown shareholders to vote in favour of that takeover offer. So the bigger her stake is, the more complicated that could that actually end up being. We also heard news out of another stock in the mining space, gold miner De Grey, and that was going the other way slightly, although it is currently flat, but it was down for most of today's session. And that's after completing its $300 million fund raising. And it will generally use this money to go towards funding its mining activity. So we generally do see these stocks trading lower on the day that they continue trading after raising quite a lot of money. But as I mentioned, not much movement in its share price today. Coronado Global Resources, so we're staying in this mining um, space today, down about 5%. So it lowered its goals for the year today. It basically flagged uh, the likelihood of a drop in how much coal it's going to be producing because of temporary issues at a mine in the United States. But that also could mean high cost too. So not helping its stock today. It's a reason why it's down 5%. Coronado produces metallurgical coal, which is a type of coal used to make steel. So not allergic to coal? No, I was going to make a joke on that, but <laughs> I, I was knew like, you that's were silly, go there. <laughs> so I stopped myself, but thank you for jumping in. <laughs> okay, shares of medical device company Polynova have been trading higher today as well after it received $10 million in funding from a government health authority in the US to fund further testing for its burn treatment. They did have a decent week last week as well. They were up around 7% in those five trading sessions after its August trading update showed that revenue more than doubled from the same time last year. So a fairly good time for Polynovo ahead of the close. Its shares are up over 2%. Okay, so let's look forward to tonight, tomorrow, and the rest of the week briefly. So tonight there'll be a few things to watch. There'll be updates on manufacturing over in Europe, also in the United States. We also got a, a speech by the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, uh, JP, he'll be speaking <laughs> later on this evening. And uh, of course, keep in mind as well in coming days that daylight saving time has kicked in uh, for about 70% of the population in Australia. So it does change trading times for those in states and territories that don't follow the practice, uh, Queensland, WA, the Northern Territory included. And it also will change trading times for those who invest overseas, or at least many of you. So the US market is going to shut at 7 a.m., Sydney time or Eastern Daylight Time from tomorrow rather mm -hmm. than 6 a.m. Looking ahead to the remainder of this week, two key things to keep your eyes on. Of course, tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Sydney time, we'll have the RBA handing down their interest rate decision where they're largely expected to keep interest rates on hold for the fourth month in a row. But what we'll be looking more closely at is those details in their statement, looking at what lays ahead for interest rates. And it will also be the first time Michi B or Michelle Bullock, for those that don't know, will be acting as governor. Of course, Philip Lowe finished his term 
just last month after seven years. So now Mishy B's got seven years ahead of her. Yeah, and that's going to be interesting because it, it is Michelle Bullock's first meeting, as you say, seven-year term. So we're going to hear a lot from her. One reason why this is interesting is because she can set the tone for what we might see, right? So there's always that one-page statement you can find on the RBA website where she'll be outlining some of her thoughts. And that could be important for just a bit of a hint of what might be ahead from, from here. But at the end of the week, we've got jobs data out of yep. the United States. Roughly $3.5 billion will be paid out in dividends to investors as well this week. Uh, West Farmers, CSL, uh, some of the, the bigger names. Exactly right. And I don't know if you mentioned at the beginning there with China's market nope. shut. Yep. Yes, of course it is Golden Week. So their markets will be shut for the entirety of this week, yep. which is very nice for them. They got, I think they've got four national holidays all bunched up into, into one week. So they've just got the whole week off and their markets will be shut. So if you do trade those markets, you won't be able to this week. And uh, a reminder, it kicks off October, of course. And uh, it's good to see September behind us because we fell three and a half percent. was we the did. worst month that we had in in over a year, or actually a year. Yeah, same and time last we're, year. We're closing right now. So I'll just give you an update. The ASX 200 down 15 points or a fifth of 1% to 7,033. And the Aussie dollar sitting at about 64 cents. On that note, have a lovely night, everyone. And we'll be back here tomorrow. Ciao, ciao. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.